Hey, it's Jennifer Jones. Friends call me JJ. This platform is designed for a new leader that wants to become a great leader in the modern workplace. Over the last 15 years, I've learned valuable lessons that I want to share with you to get you there ASAP. When the leader gets better, we all get better. It's Monday again. Welcome to the Virtual Leadership Coffee Chat. If you don't already have it, go grab that cup of coffee, maybe that cup of tea. If it's a little late at night and you want a glass of wine, it's all right with me. You can always push pause. Let's go. So we have been talking about the top five things to do to make you a more effective leader. And one of the areas that we've been focusing in on most recently is how to get organized. You remember I've talked about three different things to focus on. First, how do you manage your calendar? Two, how do you have more effective meetings? And today I want to talk about really diving deeper into how to have a more effective cadence with those folks that report into you. Just as a reminder, when I build my calendar, I basically have two standard cadences with the folks that report into me. The first one is a small bites. And the purpose of that conversation is for us to align on anything that's immediate from a business need perspective or a problem needs to be solved any tactics that need to be sorted out. It allows us to have a a standard cadence once a week that's about 30 minutes that allows us to, one, minimize the number of ad hoc meetings, ad hoc conversations, because we know we have a a time that's set aside to, to have those discussions. And I've also found that it helps us to better manage email flow because you're not trying to solve problems over email. You have the ability to actually cover it in a 30 minute segment. The second cadence that I have with my folks is what I call our support and accountability meetings. And these are 90-minute segments that happen once a month. And again, the purpose of that is to, one, let's check on your overall progress against your priorities. So we've established priorities. How are you progressing them? What support might they need? How can we look at opportunities for improvement? And this tends to be a great opportunity for us to focus on their own individual development and if they have direct reports, the development of their team. So those are the two cadences that I have with my folks on a, on a monthly basis. Today, I want to spend some time really walking through what do those conversations look like and how do you make them the most effective use of your time? So the first meeting are the small bites. That's that 30-minute weekly meeting that we're having. And the purpose of those discussions is to align on immediate business needs or tactics, give them an opportunity to ask questions, that they may need immediate responses to. Again, that is the purpose of that meeting. In order for that meeting to be effective, you have to have a mechanism by which you have a a collection of ideas or topics that you need to discuss. In future courses, I'll talk about a tool that I use to do that. But you want to come prepared. Please don't show up to the meeting where neither one of you have anything on the agenda. Someone should have listed out, hey, here's what we want to talk about in in this meeting. Here's the background so we can immediately get into problem solving, direction, and whatnot. Again, that is you have to come prepared. Otherwise, you'll waste the 30 minutes just trying to get grounded on the problem or the tactic that's under under, uh, question. The other area is that you as a leader want to make sure you use this as an opportunity to effectively listen to the problem. Make sure you clearly understand what you're being asked or what your employee is encountering. The reason why I say that is because here's what we tend to do when we have a small amount of time and quick actions need to be made. One, we don't listen to understand. We listen to sound bites to just begin to give an answer and move on to the next topic. But you may find yourself making a decision that's not founded on facts, and it might not be the right decision. 
Here's the other thing that I want you to think about in this oper- in this this 30 minute segment. While it is 30 minutes, it is an opportunity for you to really understand areas of development and improvement for your folks. Because those tactical questions that you're being asked to solve, the reality is you want to get to a place where they are equipped to do it without you. That makes them a more effective leader and that opens up capacity for everyone. So don't set yourself up for failure, right? You want to give yourself the opportunity to use this as a coaching opportunity and not just a way to just solve problems. Here's the other thing that I would tell you. When you're in this 30-minute segment, you should not be, this should not be a segment where you're compensating for other meetings. So if you're being asked to to respond to a tactic or to a meeting or some type of problem in this 30-minute segment, that it might be a better use of both of your time if you actually are a participant in the meeting where the work is being done. Choose to do that, right? Because you don't want to play a game of telephone. But again, the key point here is it's a 30-minute segment. You all should have a standard agenda. There should be a place where mutually you can build that agenda together throughout the week so that when you show up to that 30-minute conversation, it is as effective and as efficient as possible. The second meeting, which I'll go a little bit deeper into because I think this is an important time that you spend with your folks at least once a month, and these are the support and accountability meetings. The purpose for you is to, one, check progress against priorities. Now, if you have not not set the priorities for your your employees, like it's going to be hard to check against it. So as you're at the beginning of the year right now, right, you want to make sure that you are aligned on what their priorities are for the year. Now, I say for the year, the reality is that the priorities at this point in time, as they complete those priorities, you might replace them, but there needs to be mutual alignment on where your your employee or your the person that reports into you should be focusing their efforts. The other purpose of this meeting is to really understand what support they might need, right? How do you how might you help them move along the priorities that are on their desk? And that might be for them individually, but it also might be the support that their team needs in that process. The other area that you want to focus on is improvement, right? This should be a meeting where every time you guys are walking with with some walking away with some area that they can improve upon. Maybe it's an improvement in how they're managing a particular project. Maybe it's an improvement in how they're developing their teams. But you should not walk away from this call without or this meeting in person without some key areas of focus for improvement that that individual can work on for the next 30 days. And again, this is an opportunity for personal and team development. So one of the first things that I do from, is a priority check. <clears throat> and there's there's literally nine questions that I ask to help support their thinking through the priority. The first thing is you want to make sure that we're aligned, like what is your top priority, right? If, if we met at the beginning of the year, here are the three things you're supposed to be doing. We want to make sure that that hasn't slipped throughout the month. So let's meet, let's reaffirm what is their top priority. What are they spending the majority of their timing on? And then you want to pause and, and have that person reflect on, since we last met, what changed? What progress have you made with the project? What decisions has the team made? What, what has changed since we last met? Because that helps you to get grounded on the progress of the work. The third area is like, okay, not only what has changed, what did you get done? So if, you, if this is the priority, here were the three things we were going to go do. What did you complete on that list? And, this, and that segues into a great question around, did it go as expected? 
One of the things that I, I've learned as a leader is that you have to give your team and even yourself personally time and space to reflect on what you've done and really capture the learnings. Sometimes we get to a place where we do so much doing and we never stop and check the work and adjust our behavior in the future. So this question here around, did it go as expected, is critical. Because when you laid out a plan to go do a particular item and it didn't go as expected, there's some learnings in that. And so you want to give your your individual that you're reporting to you the capacity to reflect on that. But you yourself need to understand the learning that's happening in your organization. Once you get there, then like, what's the next step? So now that we've we've made some progress, you've completed some things, what is it that you need to go do next? And then let's set an expectation. Because you remember the question before, what it, what it did it go as expected? Is like, you have to understand, what do we expect to see happen? And so when you're going in here, here's the next step I want to take. What do you expect to see? What are the results we expect to see? And then how soon can we check? Because again, that puts that, that individual on a learning cycle of checking and adjusting. The next question is really important for you to understand, are they overburdened and are they focused in the right area? And so the question is, are there any gaps or roadblocks that I can help with? So is there anything that's standing in your way to accomplish this next step? And this is where you and you and the individual can identify the support you can lend in the work to help remove roadblocks and remove gaps. I tell my people all the time, my purpose at Tidy is to clear the way so great work can manifest. I'm not the one doing the work, but my job is to clear the way so they can do the work. So this is a great opportunity for you to clear the way so great work can manifest. Now, the next area is like, are you spending the majority of the time, majority of your time on your top priority? Again, this is an opportunity for you to say, like, if we said this was a top priority and there are two or three other things that are constantly getting in the way, are we focused in the area that we should be focused? Do we need to reset priorities? Do we need to deprioritize what the team is working on? These are all things that you have to come into this meeting having the discussion about so you can really understand the process. And if they say, hey, you know what? No, I'm actually not spending the majority of my time on top priorities. Then how can you help? How can you help them improve that focus so they can get the work done that we've agreed upon from an organizational perspective that is most critical for them to drive success for that. So those questions, I think, you know, when you think about the 90 minutes, early on, you're probably going to spend the majority of those 90 minutes talking through those questions. And you should walk away from that conversation with a clear understanding of, one, what are they working on? Two, are they learning? Three, what is the key next step? And what support they might need? Those are the things that you should be spending the majority of your time in this conversation on. The next area that I focus on is really the development side, right? And it's really about both them individually, but also their people. So if you're a manager of individuals that manage other folks, you really want to get alignment on what are they working on? What are they focusing on from development for their individual reports? That should be documented and you should be understanding the progress they're making to that, to that point. If they don't have direct reports, now it's about personal development. What have the two of you identified as areas of growth and opportunity, and how are they making progress? It is a mistake if the only time you talk about their development is at their performance review. You've missed 12 opportunities to continue to advance them forward. So every month, you should be digging into their own development. Perhaps they're a new leader, and you're focusing on the management of their schedule. 
How do you show evidence? How do you guys discuss the evidence that they're making progress there? Perhaps their development is they need better financial acumen. Do you show evidence that they're spending time with the finance team or they're spending time with their P&L? All of those things are important for you to document and then check progress against. So that is the, the gist of these two meetings that I have with my folks on a monthly basis. I can tell you if you do this well, you'll never run out of time or things to talk about and you'll always fill the time. That's it for this segment of Getting Organized. So much more I can share and I'll share more in the future of the tools that I use to help manage this work. But next week, I'll begin to talk about what it means to be a humble leader. Have a great day.